the Workforce Connections podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome to the WC podcast, where we explore workforce development issues in Southern Nevada. Today, we have a very special guest, our newest member of the Workforce Connections board, Eric Schmacher from Silver Summit Health Plant. Eric, thank you for being here. Proud to be here, Jaime. Thank you for having me. We are uh, lo really looking forward to your impact on our local board. We've just met, but I'm really excited about the work potential ahead of us. I want you, uh, well, first tell me, what do you think about this uh, brand new studio we have at, uh, here at Workforce Connections? Absolutely amazing studio. Not what I expected, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I was able to listen to many of the podcasts that you've done uh, over the last couple of days, and uh, just uh, amazing quality, interesting stories, great people, and so um, I hope I live up to the standard. Oh, you do. <laughs> don't, don't forget to subscribe <laughs> and like it. But uh, thank you for listening already. Um, we're looking forward to this conversation with you. And since you say uh, people, that's what these episodes are all about, really getting to know the people, your peers, for your peers on the board and the staff to get to know you. I have the fortune already to have uh, spent some time with you, but I'd love for you to share your story, uh, you know, uh, from where you're a young man and how you got here to Silver Summit Health Plan. Yeah, I appreciate that question. You know, I, uh, I grew up a military brat. My dad was in the military for 27 years, and uh, we moved all over the country and the world. Uh, never lived in the state of Nevada until I moved here to join Silver Summit Health Plan. But uh, you know, after high school, I, I, I went to college and went to West Point undergrad, um, was commissioned as an officer uh, and went to flight school after, after West Point and uh, had the opportunity to learn how to fly um, uh, Hueys, which is a helicopter, and then uh, transitioned over to UH-60s, which is known as a Black Hawk. And so I was assigned to the 1st Cavalry Division at Fort Hood, Texas, and uh, flew for about four or five years and then transferred over to the, to the medical side of the military as a medical service corps officer and became a healthcare administrator uh, and served the remainder of my 21 years in the military as, uh, as a healthcare administrator, serving in uh, various positions to include hospitals throughout the country. That's so cool, that, from the military to healthcare. Every yeah. time I, um, you know, and when I met you, of course, I used to watch, uh, still watch movies. I love movies. And, you know, all the movies about the Vietnam War, you see the Huey helicopters. And then, of course, the Black Hawk Down movie. And you've actually flown those machines. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Um, first day out uh, on the flight line in flight school, you know, you got these uh, instructor pilots that are all Vietnam era pilots that have a great amount of experience and a ton of hours flying the aircraft. It's like secondhand nature for them. And uh, they're teaching you how to do a pre-flight inspection and you're walking around the aircraft and, you know, you see all these patches on the aircraft. And so, you know, naturally you ask the question, well, what's, what's going on here? What's, what's wrong with this aircraft? And they quickly tell you, well, you know, this was flown in uh, combat operations and all those little patches you see are covering up bullet holes. Mm -hmm. It makes you quickly realize um, how serious of a mission it is and uh, how dangerous of a job it is flying flying helicopters in the military. That is. Well, thank yeah. you for your service to our country. Uh, I, I, you know, it was an honor and a privilege. It really was. I enjoyed every single one of my 21 years and uh, I would do it all over again. No doubt about it. Great. Eric, now uh, let's pick up at Silver Summit Health Plan. Uh, tell us about 
who they are, what's the mission of your organization, what is your role there, but more importantly, uh, of course, we're here talking about workforce development. What kind of roles do you hire for? Because I know you just in the last 30, 45 days, you've been in a huge hiring spring. So tell yeah. us about those those things. Yeah, so Silver Summit Health Plan is a managed care organization here in the state. So our parent company is known as Centene Corporation, headquartered in St. Louis, Missouri. And they uh, are a very large um, healthcare company. Most people have not heard of Centene because they create subsidiaries in each state. Our chairman and CEO, Michael Nydorf, strongly believes that healthcare is local, which it is. Having spent 25 plus years on the healthcare side of the industry, healthcare is absolutely local. And so here in the state of Nevada, we're known as Silver Summit Health Plan. We have three lines of insurance that we, that we offer or participate in. The first and primary focus is in the Medicaid uh, side of the, the business. So taking care of Nevadans that are enrolled in Medicaid here in the state, we've seen tremendous growth in that population because of the pandemic, the high unemployment rate, people losing their health care benefits. They still need access to care to take care of their health care needs. And so we had a, a significant growth in the eligibility for and enrollment in the Medicaid program here in the state. So a large number of our members are in the Medicaid program. We also have uh, what's known as uh, AMBETTER or the marketplace product. Uh, most people know that as Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act, uh, as it's nicknamed. And so we uh, participate in the state-based exchange that the state runs here in Nevada with that product. And finally, we have a Medicare Advantage product known as WellCare. So we take care of our 65-year-olds and older uh, with that line of business. So the mission of our organization is to transform the health of the community one member at a time. And we take that very seriously. You know, this pandemic has really highlighted uh, not just here in the state of Nevada, but across the country, and I would say even across the world, how important it is for people to focus on their wellness. You know, you should not just focus on when you're sick, ill, or injured in getting care, but it's focusing on preventive measures, making sure that you're, you have good physical fitness, that you're eating properly, that you're taking care of your body. And what we've seen in this pandemic is that people that are generally in, in good health, they have much lower complications with COVID uh, and a positive positive diagnosis. So, um, you know, we really focus on wellness. We make sure that our members have access to quality health care. And so we, uh, we work very closely with providers, with physicians across the state, and with hospitals, with urgent care centers, making sure that our members have access to quality health care. And Eric, I know, again, um, uh, you've been in a late uh, hiring spree. Tell us some of the positions that you were looking for and hired. Yeah, so we um, are doubling in size uh, and, and, and with our membership. And uh, we've had to hire about 60 people with over, over the course of the past couple of months, getting prepared for the 1st of January and when the new Medicaid contract starts. And so there's all types of positions that we're hiring. Uh, everything from call center agents who have one of the toughest jobs in the health plan you know, answering phone calls all day long, taking care of our customers, our members, and our providers. Uh, we're hiring folks um, in, in claims processing. We're hiring uh, team members in quality, making sure that our staff members are working with providers to improve the quality measures for our members. Uh, we're hiring 
team members in provider relations. So these are staff members that work closely with our providers, make sure that they have everything that they need to successfully take care of our members. Uh, and we're even hiring, excuse me, we're even hiring um, nurses um, that work with uh, more our highly acute members that uh, have uh, have a, um, needs that where they need to have a healthcare navigator, and that's what those case managers do. So we're hiring a broad spectrum of different types of, of team members to Silver Summit. And to me, that was, uh, you know, the revelation that I think more people need to hear about that in healthcare, most people think nurse, doctor, but there's so many occupations in the healthcare industry. And one of the reasons I'm excited you're on our board is because uh, we as a workforce development board are, are supposed to really connect the needs of businesses with those job seekers, right? Connecting employers who are already workforce. And over the next few months and years, we look forward to uh, working with you to really highlight that, that there's so many opportunities and that we need to start early in the K through 12 system. So what are your thoughts on those plans? You know, uh, the healthcare industry is growing and um, the, the population of the state is growing. Um, healthcare, just in the two years that I've been here, a little over two years now in the state of Nevada, I've seen tremendous change within the healthcare industry here. And as you point out, there's, there's a broad spectrum of different types of positions, everything from being on the insurance side of the business, and you heard the different types of positions that we have uh, as, as part of our team, uh, but also in physicians' offices, in hospitals. Uh, and so the healthcare industry is growing here. It's a big part of our economy. Healthcare is not going away. It's one of those things that uh, uh, despite changes in different types of industries or technology, um, healthcare is here to stay. People are, are going to need healthcare. And so I think it serves as a great industry for people to um, get jobs in. And as you point out, you know, starting at a very young age with, with kids of, in, that are in school and exposing them to the different types of career fields that are in the healthcare industry, whether it's an administrator like me or whether it's a clinical person like a nurse or even a physician. And so the earlier that we can expose our young ones here within the state to those different career opportunities, I think it not only sets them up for success and future employment opportunities, but it sets us up to make sure that we can take care of the population here within the state and ensuring that they have access to to great care. That's right. And and I think, uh, again, the the Las Vegas Global Economic Alliance, our regional economic partners, and as you know, they have a seat on our board as well. Jared Smith represents them on the Workforce Connections Board. Uh, just a couple of months ago, they approved the Comprehensive Economic Development Strategy, if you will, the the our roadmap for the next few years on how we do economic development in our region, how we attract new businesses, retain existing businesses. And a huge piece of that is workforce development because we believe workforce development is economic development for all the reasons you just said. And so as the board member now representing the healthcare industry on, on the workforce development board, what impact do you hope to have over the next few years? Is there a particular um, outcomes uh, that you want to see happen during your, uh, you know, your time with us here? Yeah, I you know I really appreciate that question, and and my goal is to to um, based on the experience that I have of the past twenty five plus years on the healthcare side of the business, just sharing that experience and and how that can impact uh, a workforce, uh, and you know as as we just spoke about, not just with 
exposing the young ones to new and different types of job opportunities and making sure that we have um, a workforce to support the healthcare industry here within the state. But, you know, making sure that, that, that organizations understand how wellness also leads to uh, productivity, right? And so if you have a healthy workforce, it sets the business up for success in accomplishing what their mission is. Very good. And Eric, we um, are launching seven industry sector partnerships for those seven industry sectors that are clearly identified in the SEDS or Comprehensive Economic Development Strategy for our region. And it's going to take us a while, but healthcare obviously is one of the first three we're targeting. And why we're engaging with business in such a meaningful way is because we want to extract their workforce development needs in the short, mid, and long term. So if I could do this exercise with you, give me first uh, some examples of short-term uh, needs for your industry. I mean, you just told us that you've hired almost 60 people in, in multiple occupations, but if you were broaden that to not just Silver Summit Health Plan, but across the healthcare industry, what are the short some short-term need examples? Yeah, you know, one uh, challenge that this pandemic has imposed on the healthcare industry is... Um, those healthcare team members that we have, the nurses, the physicians, the techs, uh, they're burned out. It's been a very challenging time with this pandemic and making sure that uh, they can take care of the community's needs in the event that they get COVID, uh, they need to enter either a physician's office or uh, a hospital. And, you know, those team members in, in, in the healthcare industry are working incredibly hard it's, it's, a, it's a tough environment right now because of all the personal protective equipment that they have to, have to wear that they might not normally have to wear, which, which makes the working conditions even that much more challenging. And so with this burnout, I think we've seen a lot of turnover in the healthcare industry. So kind of a short to midterm uh, goal, I would say, is we've got to replace a lot of of the positions that have turned over with with folks that have decided to to move on to other industries, um, and you know, with the population growing in this pandemic, you know, we've had a lot of influx of po new Nevadans coming from other states, many from California, because we've discovered the ability to work remotely, and as we have more people moving to Nevada, that's more people that are going to be needing access to healthcare, which means providers' offices, hospitals, they're going to be needing to hire staff members to be able to take care of the community needs. So I'd say short and midterm uh, goals are, are to uh, add to the staff, but also to replace those individuals that have decided to move on from the healthcare industry. And that replacement need, Eric, is not going away because I hear across multiple industries that there is an aging uh, workforce uh, that's going to be retiring soon, that that uh, baby boomer generation, and uh, the supply side is not equaling that uh, retiring side. And so I know uh, besides uh, that, which again, I think really makes us think long-term, well, let's really start preparing that future workforce early on. Am I on track to say that some of the one of the long-term needs of the healthcare industry is to make themselves attractive to that future workforce that right now are in the school system? You're absolutely correct. And, you know, a big win for the state of Nevada and for Clark County was the uh, with the medical school um, and us being able to train and educate 
our future physicians, future clinicians, and to encourage them to stay within the state of Nevada. You know, we already have a shortage of physicians in the state and um, a shortage of nursing staff. And, and I tell you, it's not just here in the state of Nevada, but there is a, a, a nationwide shortage uh, for clinical types of uh, jobs. Uh, and we absolutely have that here in the state of Nevada. So having the medical school here and being able to train and educate Nevadans and then encouraging them to stay the, in the state so they can uh, make our healthcare system more robust, it will be critically important. I agree. And I think when I met you, I, I uh, said this to you, I, I'm doing my part uh, personally because I you know, raised a daughter who obtained a doctorate in, sure. in physical therapy and I've convinced her to stay here in Nevada. So, uh, you know, I'm doing my Great small job. part. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. You should be very proud of her. That's, a, that's number one, a tough school to get into to get accepted to physical therapy school. But it's an arduous program of education training and for, for her to graduate now to be a fully uh, licensed and practicing physical therapist. Uh, that's that's remarkable. So thank you for your contributions. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so Eric, uh, before I let you go, uh, I wanted to maybe uh, finish the podcast with one of the things I really look forward to after meeting you is, you know, the Medicaid population that you serve has, of course, uh, healthcare needs that you're providing. But I love what you, one of the things, first thing you told me was, Jaime, we also want to move them off Medicaid and Medicare. And, and you need a job for that. And for a job, you need skills. And so uh, uh, as we close our podcast, I would like you to maybe touch on how do you think now you being uh, part of the Workforce Connections Board is going to help um, us together to achieve that goal, to try to move as many of that population from being part of the tax burden to the tax base, to being dependent, uh, to being self-sufficient? You know, that's a great question. And um you know, as I shared earlier, our mission is to transform the health of the community one member at a time. And when we look at our Medicaid members, um, you know, number one, making sure that they have access to health care, um, helping them focus on their wellness, but there's social determinants of health that also influence an individual's wellness, um, making sure that they have food, uh, making sure that they have shelter, um, some of the basic needs but then when we get beyond that, I see it as a responsibility for Silver Summit Health Plan to help these individuals get back on their feet. And uh, part of that is getting them training if they, if they want to participate in that, to help them get back on their feet and being more self-sufficient. And Workforce Connections, it's a great partnership in that with our partnership with you, we can help these individuals get tr job training and to get employed and then to move off of the Medicaid roles and to have other types of insurance and to focus on their whole person wellness. So I'm very excited about the opportunity to make a difference here within the state of Nevada and working together with you to make that happen. So are we, Eric, um, so excited about you being on our board, looking forward to working with you to help impact people's lives, as you said. And thank you again for coming to our podcast. Thank you. It was an honor being here. Thank you. Well, that's it for another episode of the WC Podcast. We hope to see you in a, another one soon. Until then, stay safe.